listening to Okay Now Listen, a bi-weekly show where we chat about what's on our minds, what we're binging, and what's blowing up our timelines. I'm Scotty Beam, a media personality, content creator, music enthusiast, and a wing connoisseur. And I'm Sylvia Obell. I'm a culture writer, host, producer, and lover of Beyonce. Yo, Sylvia, I cannot believe that this year is really almost over. Like, the blessings. I'm very excited about it. Don't get it confused. <laughs> I'm excited and afraid because each year I'm excited for the next year. The next year gets worse. So I don't know. I can't imagine missing 2020, but I also didn't think I'd ever miss 2019. So here we are. I mean. You ever seen the meme on Twitter that when somebody said, "Um, I've seen nobody say 2021 is my year. <laughs> nobody has learned said our that lesson. yet. Everybody they said I've scared. learned that lesson. My favorite, you know our girl on the steps. They got her walking back down the steps this time around. I'm cracking right. up. It was all bye. a lie. But no, this by far has been the longest year of my entire life. Yes, I feel like yes. we've lived several years. I turned 30 at the top of this year. I feel I'm leaving this year about 35. I'm at least 35 at this point. Like I'm like, I've been in my 30s for half a decade, I feel like. <laughs> yes, I mean, absolutely. And while I can't say that I'm sad to see this year go, I do get a little excited when these year in reviews lists start popping up because, like you said, it's a long ass year. And there was a lot of stuff that went on, you know, that I thought happened in 2018 happened this year. <laughs> this year. I was like, that was this year. <laughs> Right. (laughs) Every time somebody says something that happened before summer, I'm like, and don't let it be before quarantine hit. Pre-COVID, that was a different decade as far as I'm concerned. I don't know that life. I barely remember it. I miss it. But I definitely feel what you were saying. And I love the end of year wrap ups too. I don't know. Like, I think it's because we're in media. Like, we live for that shit Mm because we created it, honestly. (laughs) It's all a media Mm -hmm. thing. But the one that had the timeline buzzing is the Spotify wrapped list. And Scotty, oh my God. I was so surprised uh, and excited to see how many people's list for top podcasts included this podcast right here. This oh little podcast God. that could, the little pandemic podcast. Believe- First of all, <laughs> the fact that y'all been running back the podcast, because ain't no way we have a thousand minutes. There ain't no way y'all listen to a thousand minutes of our podcast. You have had to rewind some shit y'all and play was, the shit from the top. Y'all was really treating us like, was a like Oprah Soul Food episode or something. Because I'm like, I I don't understand. Like, y'all already yell at us because we only every other week. So, well, you know, we mm-hmm. only give y'all about two episodes a month. And I just can't believe that we're up there with people who are weekly. Like, I'm just like, did the minutes even add up? How did they add up? I don't know. But I am so thankful. We just launched this podcast in April. It wasn't even at the top of the year. It hasn't even been a whole full year yet. I mean, I mean, May, honestly. It was like April 30th when we announced it. So May, that is, it is incredible. And I can't even begin to explain how much it means to me that we mean so much to you guys, that this podcast means so much to you guys. Every tag, every DM message, every review, you guys pour your hearts out into that. It's not even just like, love the podcast, good job, da 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 Like everybody, especially every black woman who said that we helped them get them through this year, I can't even begin to explain because you guys helped us get through this year. I mean, the feeling, the feeling is never, never like I'm, I can never take it for granted ever. I mean, you know, I have two podcasts, so, 
You know, I started one five years ago, four years ago. And um, to continue to be listened to and, and feel seen by other black women, just never, I can never get used to it. I love it so much and it, it, it washes over me. It's just something that I really intend to do for the rest of my life. Mm. And it's a calling, it's a passion, it's something that I want to sit in because, you know, we don't we didn't have a lot of platforms like this and now that we have so many platforms and we can do these things we can do the work i'm just excited that you guys have accepted us and into your homes and into your hearts. Yes. I have to add a special thank you to Spotify for including us in their top podcasts for joy list. I mean like the little section on the Spotify app if you what? look at their top podcasts they do it by topic and for top podcasts for joy Okay, now listen, is there. And Are you serious? I'm I didn't even know ass. that. Yes. Um, I didn't know that. I will I send you the screenshot. Okay. Like, it is, I have to say that, Spotify, like, because oh, the no. fact that y'all just even pay a little podcast <laughs> like that, I don't think you understand what that means to me, okay? Y'all be giving a, like, for real, that is, that is, that is amazing. I didn't even know that. I didn't even know that. I had <laughs> no idea. News. And it's no. right here in my face. And I'm like, what? Sylvia? <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah. They said we bring them joy, girl. We win the top oh. joys, and well, I mean, you guys bring us joy with your tweets, with sharing on Instagram, you know, on your Insta stories, even with the reviews that you've done on, you know, video reviews. Y'all take some time, time. girl. I'll try day to tell me and Sylvia about <laughs> selling Sunset shit. About the, the, the crown, crown every about, every I feel like like we the black coke I've called you guys cocoa butter crown now squad <laughs> that's what I'm calling the black crown squad because I feel like every day somebody asking me or yelling at me for getting them on that show and right. I, I we love it we live for it so please don't stop and <sighs> there's not enough thank yous but just know it does not go unnoticed every even Absolutely when we don't get a not. chance to retweet or like we see you and thank you for seeing us. Right. And I love y'all. We love, love y'all. We do. Okay. Thank In the spirit of looking back, you know, of this whole year, I think we should give our listeners an early, like, holiday gift, Sylvia. Like, just a little something. A little something. I mean, they deserve. They deserve, okay? Because they've shown us nothing but love this year. So I think it's the least we can do. For those who might have a hard time remembering now, we weren't always trapped inside of our houses. And <laughs> once upon a time, Sylvia and I actually recorded pilots <laughs> for the show together in a studio, like together. I saw her face physically. Like we I was able touch. to touch her, <laughs> hug her, <laughs> react. And she knew, like, I could be able to know, like, huh, that was, there, there was a moment. We were able to there be was a there moment. and laugh. And Scotty was able to walk out of the studio dramatically when she wanted to, like she loves to. Absolutely. We miss Absolutely. it. And Sylvia was able to say, she just walked out of the studio. <laughs> Guys, she'll be right back. Because <laughs> I'm just that dramatic. Absolutely. I miss that. I do too. Seems like such a faraway memory now, but it's true. It really happened. We sat less than six feet, six feet away from each other. That's Absolutely. never going to happen again. I don't know, never Lord. Um, but we, we started developing the show you guys are hearing today over a year ago at this point. So we thought it would be fun for us to take a trip down memory lane and listen back, back to those. Lane. <laughs> we always break out in sorry. the song. I'm sorry, I had to do it too. But we wanted to you know, take a trip down memory lane and listen back to those earlier recordings together with a fresh 
and quarantined ears and reflect on the good old days. Oh, I'm so excited to do this. I'm so excited. Let's do it. Okay, so the first segment we're about to hear is when we played the newlywed game to test what a perfect host match we were. Do you remember this, Sylvia? I do. I do remember this because I remember thinking, I hope we pass. because <laughs> This might end the podcast before it starts. <laughs> and then I feel like during the game is when you really were like, okay, no, I'm, I can't not marry her in podcast marriage. Like, this has to happen. It just makes like, sense. Like, I felt like I was about to get a rock at the end. Like, I put in the work. Okay, so let's go ahead and play it. <laughs> Okay, so in case you don't know how the newlywed game works, we were given some prompts earlier to answer, and we are now going to guess what the other person put down as their answers, based on how well we're supposed to know each other. So pray for us and our friendship, but we gonna, I have faith that we're going to make it through. Oh, yes. Okay. okay. Answer the question so we can get this done. What are you bringing to the cookout? Scotty Beam is bringing Pepsi. At all times. <laughs> At all times. You need the sodas, I got you. (laughs) She got the sodas. And let me tell you what she bringing. Sylvia, you going to bring the Crown Royal? I said alcohol for this house. Boom. Boom. (laughs) And you know what? They go together. They go together. And they... (laughs) Sylvia bought over some... What was it? Green Apple Crown Mm. Royal? That was delicious. Let me tell you, I got all the flavors. Peach. My my, my freshman year is calling. Favorite music genre. Oh, this was another one where it's like it was between a couple. So, oh, wait. Okay, so wait. Oh, wait. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Because I'm a little excited. Because I feel like the streets would think, oh, Scotty Beam, hip-hop. Oh, duh. my God, Sylvia. You're about to make me cry. But I, it's disco, right? Yes! That was incredible. Okay. That was a moment. I need that moment for Listen, the rest of my life. Listen, we just fell in love again. So the way yeah, did, that the way is Scotty insane. just looked me in the eyes. I now. did, because I really didn't think that you, I thought you were going to say everybody she said She thought I was going to fall in the trap of hip-hop. Nope. That's Disco why I was so excited. Is my first said. love. Yes. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> wow, that made me so happy. Okay. Your so song. go to Beyonce song. There's so many that we go to based on moods. Yeah. But. Beyonce, though. Not Destiny's Child. Beyonce. Yes, Beyonce. Okay. There's one that very, that she, I don't even know if she realizes how much she quotes it. Oh, <laughs> And that's why that one was on my mind. It's one of my favorites. But now I'm trying. Niggas to- got me fucked up. <laughs> yeah, that's one of my favorite ones. So, okay. Well, here's how I'm going to do this. Because sure, I was, we're talking about Don't Hurt Yourself. Because mm-hmm. that was like Scotty go-to mood song in my All mind. All the time. Um, but I do know that one of your favorite Beyonce songs is I Care. Give me <laughs> She left the studio. <laughs> Yo, get on my face. You dead ass my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, that's my <laughs> shit. You ain't got to tell me this is love. I go crazy. I, I go crazy. I care. You really do care. <laughs> wow. I almost I almost walked out on this whole pilot. That was it for us. I ain't want to hear nothing now. Let me tell you something. She ain't know she wanted to do this podcast with me before. I want to do it now. I am definitely committed. I am committed today. 
Just want to let y'all know. I just got committed. That is insane, Sylvia. How much that blew my mind the fact that like <laughs> i the eye care took me out it really did it's, it literally took me took out, you out when i listened to it right, just now <laughs> again just now like i was like damn she really pointed that out yo I was that was incredible. Uh, we are hilarious. when you said yo that's my whole ass friend i like a little team like a little friend bonding to <laughs> remind you that Yo, for real. oh this bitch really do know me i know we be out together all the time but like right when but we then, take like, the really quiz listening to me though like she be listening to what i'm saying even when i don't even be talking about shit i she be listening like that's crazy and that's why i was like y'all gotta get me the fuck up out of here i'm about to ruin your whole pilot let be out of here Yo, I love that. That, that just made amazing. my heart smile so big. Oh, we're so funny. <clears throat> we haven't heard that in a year. I mean, I have a good, a pretty good memory, but we didn't know where our producers were gonna play, what clips they were gonna play. But the nope, second, the second I heard the Beyonce, I said, "Oh yeah, this it." And the and the <laughs> and the uh, genre with the disco, because I remember. And that's you know what's funny about listening to yourself a year later. It's like, wow, well, I'm really me, because I'm reacting the same way I'm reacting on exactly. the audio tape, and I'm exactly. cracking up because I'm like dying, like ooh ooh ooh, no no no, I know it's disco. Right. I'm all like, bouncing <laughs> on my seat, like girl, she really she really knew like my shit was disco. Like people don't know that people really think it's hip hop, and I love hip hop respect. But the fact that my friend really knows me, she be know what i'm talking about is crazy like i i i enjoyed that we're a whole ass match made in heaven we love to whole see ass <laughs> emphasis on whole ass <laughs> the next segment we're going to listen back to is called the people versus quincy mccall and that name alone should mm. already tell you jesus what went down <laughs> But in this segment, we took the classic Love and Basketball and dissected some of the scenes that really had us in our feelings when we went back and watched it on Netflix last year. The scenes we talk about include Quincy tripping over Monica's curfew, when they have sex for the first time, their breakup, and the end when Monica plays Quincy for his heart. I can't wait to hear this. <laughs> All rise. All rise. <laughs> The, the people. people versus Quincy McCall. So, exhibit A is the infamous moment that we argue about since before Twitter <laughs> till now, which is when Monica left Q because of curfew. If Monica had stayed, she would have lost basketball. Like, she would have lost her career and her time there. She would have still been a sub, uh, the freshman that she was supposed to be. That that game is where she proved herself and where her coach made her a starter. It was a pivotal game for her. Right, right. And I also think Quincy, you know, he made that joke about, I mean, you know, you can be Quincy McCall's girlfriend. Girl. You don't have to make it. You don't have right. to go to WNBA. I think whatever. there was some truth in that where he was like, just you're, be me. you're just, just be not all about me. Quincy McCall's girlfriend. It'd be all about me. My right. mom was all about my dad. Right. So that's what I'm saying. And we I see just, where that got her. I just. Crying by the pool. Listening to Marvin Gaye. Hello. Looking at photos. From hello. That she had to pay a man to investigate. Hello. Shout out to Monica Wright for choosing herself. It was a refreshing thing to see. Men were pissed. I'm sure some of them still are. <laughs> Who the fuck gave us a gavel? That's my first question. <laughs> Who thought 
thought, you know what these two girls need? A gavel. As a if gavel. it's not extra enough. As <laughs> Yo, I love that. I love that. It was the truth, though. Sylvia was speaking the truth. Absolutely. Things I've seen, you know, rewatching shit, I realized that young me was stupid. <laughs> young me was stupid as hell Just, for me to be thinking that love and basketball was really a love story when it wasn't. It was a story of you know, sacrifice. I, much respect. She, <laughs> it was a story of sacrifice. That's what it was. Of mediocre and, and spectacular. My girl was out here really having the dream of basketball and this nigga all privileged and he could play just okay. He's an okay player and ended up being going to the league. I get the fuck out of my face. I, I really, truly just as a grown up <laughs> rewatching these things is crazy. That bleacher scene will get you mad. But you know what? The real joke's on me talking about not wanting to end up like his mom, Quincy's mama by the pool because that meme has been my year ever since. I'm tired. <laughs> when she was at that pool looking at the pictures, like, was like, I'm tired. She threw that. And she th- threw them photos. <laughs> I was, did not, little did I know that that was going to be my 2020. Not because of no man, but because I'm tired. <laughs> I'm just tired. But yes, that let's play tired. the next clip. Let's see what the other foolishness we had to say. Listen, this is where... <laughs> It broke my heart because <laughs> Monica saw him from a distance mm-hmm. at her dorm. And she said, they all come back. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Bet you thought, said, you better be there. You better be waiting for me outside my said, door. I knew it. I just had to give this nigga some time and really think about what the fuck he was doing to our relationship. <laughs> so when Ooh. she walks up and he's, you know, they have their moment and she goes, how am I supposed to know? That you won't do this again, this shit. Cause she already she was, signed she was, up. She was on it. She, she was already, on her. She already signed up to continue to go on. on with this relationship. Clearly, thinking she was, was the only person. She was thinking this was a rough patch. Right. And, and this she nigga had to said, teach him a lesson. This nigga said, actually. <laughs> actually. Oh, it hurts. You I don't know. It hurts every time. I don't know. You won't know. You know why? Because <laughs> there won't we be won't another be time. There won't be any other time. He pulled the old switch. So the switcheroo. <laughs> and I appreciate that moment because I hope that for all women, we sat and watched that and said, wow, what a gift. <laughs> what a switch. That's how you switch it on a nigga. If you ever need any references or, or source to go to where you say, how do you switch on a nigga like that? Please watch that scene. Watch that scene. That scene is very, very important because... She had no clue. And she if you, at any point, if you pause that movie during that time, you will see Monica's face as, the fuck is going on? So what like the this, fuck just happened to It looked me? like the meme where it was like, the room is spinning and she right. like, what? The crab meme. She was just confused. Mr. Crab. Man, let me tell you something. <laughs> I, you know, I'm cons- we're consistent if nothing else because when I tell you, I was saying it hurts every time internally as I was listening to me a year ago say it hurts every time. That shit is traumatic because... I totally forgot about (laughs) that and how crazy that shit is. The fact that he just pulled... Like, you're right. I don't know when you'll feel anyway because there'll be nothing. There'll be no relationship anyway. The The fact that he switched it on her was so crazy. (laughs) And shout out to Sanaa Lathan. Actually, like, the acting was there because I felt the embarrassment. I felt it. 
You felt it. We all felt it. Egg on the face. Like, felt oh, it. Man. And shout out to Jesus. Monica for not punching Quincy in the face. Because, baby, he played mm. this shit out of her in, 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 in front mm. of her house. In front of her door. In front of my friends. Like, I know niggas was watching everything. from the window. I know they were watching from the window. It's insane. It's insane. And, and then again, she had to play him for his heart? Don't, I'm not going to. I'm not going to do it, you Jesus. Know, every time. I'm just so puzzled. <laughs> I At least let that nigga understand. have come back and won her. After he played her. He pulled the whole switcheroo on her. He should have been the one fighting for them. Anyway. Fuck out of here. Bum ass knee, nigga. I get mad every time. I wasn't going to get mad. Every I single myself. time. <laughs> Just pisses me off. That's just, insane to me. Let's just play the go next ahead and clip. run another clip, Jess. Please, please. Fly, go off. <laughs> wow. My parents she are wore fighting. her grandmother's pearl. <laughs> Don't, we're not going to bring this up. We're not going to do it. We're not going to do it. Scotty. Scotty Yo, really feels the way about her grandmother. She had her grandmother's pearls on when they had sex. And it kills me every time. You know that seems mad romantic. And then Scotty out of no. nowhere, if you watch this movie with Scotty, she just whispers, she's grandmother's pearls. Because that meant a lot to Monica. And mom. you know what? Alfrey didn't pull the pearls out for you to get dick down in them. And that's what I'm just saying. Alfrey didn't deserve that. Her pressing curl Grandma, didn't deserve that. Grandma. And you're going to sit here. And fuck in your grandmother's pearls. And I know the ancestors are in the corner of the room shaking their head like, how the fuck did we get here? We just wanted you to enjoy your night in your white dress. But obviously, you take that next step and want to fuck in some pearls. That to me, and at that moment when when Q breaks up with her, that's all I thought about. I fucked you in my grandma's pearls. Do you know how serious that is? Do you know how intimate that is? You family. <laughs> You're supposed to be Literally, I, you've met all my ancestors and me in one sitting. <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> what is wrong no. with you? What is wrong with you? <laughs> What is wrong Nigga. with you? Now, I want everybody to hear me clearly when I say this. No, so I don't say a word because I got something to say about this clip right here. I want to let y'all know that when me and Scotty were in the booth together and this bitch looked me in the eye and we were talking about like the, a romantic scene, Maxwell playing in the background. I have no clue what she's about to say. And then she finds a way to inject the ancestors <laughs> into this sex scene when Scotty said how she let him fuck in his grand her grandma pearls that was the moment that i knew i had fucked up by saying yes to do this podcast with Scotty <laughs> because what is wrong because with you <laughs> everybody forgot about that everyone no everybody nobody's forgot. mind even made it seem like <laughs> That the you pearls know? was still on. The, the family heirloom was still around her neck. <laughs> and that carries all the ancestors with her. You don't think ma'am, my mom and, and grandpa pop <laughs> is not in the corner shaking just, their head? All I get pictured was a bunch of Negroes in the corner top of the bedroom. <laughs> just, shaking, just shaking their head and wicked rocking chairs. Just angry. Off, sweetie. 
Just take the pearls off. Take no. them off. You made this jewelry have so much power. You talking about off repressing curls? It does. It's just, now, I promise you, there's listeners think who are wearing like uh, a family. Um, engagement ring right now with the fucking and, and every getting day dicked down and they're and probably dicked down in that damn you, family heirloom you like you're supposed it. to be like yeah right you sucking dick with a with a with a <laughs> with, with the, the necklace your grandma used to wear back in 1925 like you she cleaned, be doing she cleaned like 17 that. white people's houses for that necklace okay for that necklace and you out here bobbing them apples y'all better stop Take them off for respect for your grandmother. I don't get y'all. And I don't get y'all. Take the jewelry off. How y'all getting dicked down and something grandma worked so hard for? In the hard. Sharecroppers in the past just chucking the field, picking the cotton for you to be banging your head up against the headboard. Ain't nothing. I'm just, it ain't nothing but the devil. I can't. I can't. I can't support it. Yeah, no. Oh, no, that, that was, was, no, that was the funny, that was when I was like, oh, Scotty's hilarious. I mean, I knew Scotty was hilarious, but I didn't know she was going to bring her full foolishness to the table for y'all and until in that moment i remember i think i crawled up onto the roof of the studio and then (laughs) and just wanted to die (laughs) and join the ancestors because it was it was too much for me and i was like this is just the pilot how am i gonna make it through a whole season (laughs) but all right one more all right we have one more one more for your ass Your be- your best line to me hey. is hey. <laughs> Yo. Who you think you are, Jackson Mays? Hey. hey. That's hey, why you turn around again. Right. <laughs> Star is born. Yo. <laughs> what? Hey. <laughs> what do you mean, hey? Hey. You know what's crazy? If that nigga would have said hey. <laughs> I just wanted to see you look at me. I'm registered at Ikea. <laughs> hey. Uh, Macy's. <laughs> or Quincy's favorite line from last time. Hey, hope we can still be friends. <laughs> I would have shot him right but there in front of his mama's house. Double or nothing? Double, double or nothing. I remember being in the theater when this happened, and everybody was like, what? What he say? What was that? Because we were so What? <laughs> All the blacks were like, huh? What? Did he pick her or not? Because he couldn't even say. He couldn't even say. Even a- hey, I love you. <laughs> hey, I want to be with you. Also, <laughs> the niggas never said I love you. You remember when he was like, you're the only girl that's for real. And, and everybody, y'all love that part too. Y'all know I y'all hate, do. First y'all be of all, putting on your little Insta story. Y'all be sharing the gift. Toting it. Ooh, the picture. I'm the only girl that's for real. Are you serious? Are you serious? I'm You've the only girl that's said- for real what? For real, yours? Am I the only girl that's for really sleeping with you? <laughs> I know I'm the only girl who done fucked you with my grandmama's pearls. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Yo. <laughs> my head hurts from laughing was, so hard. What is wrong with us? <laughs> Something is wrong with you, so Sylvia, not. specifically. No. Like, the way... You hit me with several different <laughs> endings. I was for really that upset. Line. I was really upset. I was really mad. Because at first I was like, wait, we talking about, but I promise you.
you, I still remember yeah. 2000, the year 2000 in the AMC Hamilton, New Jersey. My mom looked yeah. at me and said, "What does? Can you know how many of us don't watch sports? Like, what does uh, double or nothing mean? Does that mean you want right. me? <laughs> like, Quincy just never. My love language is words of affirmation, and Quincy just never yeah. gave them to me in the way I needed. Be clear. Be clear. <laughs> the most mediocre nigga in the world. The fact that he got off of that is nuts to me. That is so funny. And y'all know it's true. I know y'all know y'all quote that line where he's like, you're the only girl that's for real. The fuck? Nigga, get the fuck out of my face. You're the only girl that's for real. Nigga, we are not an assimilate. We are all this real people. <laughs> Give me something else. Like I said, nigga, you think this is Sims. <laughs> right. For real your girlfriend that shit is hilarious child yo. quincy yo that was great no that was funny we really <laughs> we really dragged that man through the mud and he deserved it 100 percent. and i'll do it again i do that's it just again. how i am because <laughs> that's just because we was gonna do that anyway because that's just who Cause we, we are gonna do that anyway because that's how i am <laughs> i had so much fun recording that segment and although love and basketball isn't on netflix right now there are a lot of other blastics on netflix that can get a revisionist treatment including you got served mm. Child. Breathe in, breathe out, <laughs> breathe in, breathe out. Sizzle, sizzle, sizzle. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. A cultural moment. I was hyped that you got served is on Netflix. Can't lie. That is our. That is our generation. Like that is us. Do you remember yes, how you went to the movie theater that day? Absolutely. I went to the movies <laughs> as Jay Boog's wife, and I uh, came with okay, my so name gonna... belt scroll not just the plate the it's electric scrolled. it literally electric oh you had money you, you had money yes. i bought it from 28th street Shout um, out so to it Quinta. wasn't that it was it wasn't that great <laughs> but i came it was so many of us Deep. up in piscataway shout out to piscataway it was so many of us yeah went to that regal that we were sitting yes <laughs> no we were exactly sitting which regal and i was sitting on the stairs Oh, because it was packed. This is back when niggas, this, this niggas ain't packed. care. Niggas did not right, care. Niggas didn't care that we ran out of seats, <laughs> that it was sold out. Sold out? Nigga, What's that mean I'm to me? Going. Passing the ticket stuff back like in the Moesha Hello. episode. Like what? Also, we could sneak in from the back too. So people were opening the door so that other people Or you buy a ticket to another movie and then sneak into that theater. Into, that was into the into other thing theater. we used to yes, do. Yes, we also did that too. <laughs> and I was sitting on the stairs, but as Jay Boog's wife, you know, it, I had you to be keep. there to support. <laughs> Um, and I was there and you know just basically to show my support make sure that no bitch was talking crazy about my baby Jay Boog so that, right. and then like people was all clapping whenever Jay Boog show his face on the screen I was like y'all need to calm it down everybody's a fan but there's only one wife well, guess and that what? was me you might Thank be you. his 9 to 5 but I'm the weekend <laughs> make him lose his Please. mind every weekend just on the weekend because Jarrell because Jarrell baby Jay Boogie, you may have wore the belt. I had the graffiti shirt. Y'all know what I'm talking about, the white tee with his face on my chest like it was every weekend because that was my man as well. Jay Boog, it's, I can't believe we had the favorite B2K member. It's almost like a quiz, like a J14 compatibility test, like who is your favorite right. member of B2K? <laughs> like, if you guys have the same one, you're destined to be friends. Like, yes. No, but mm -hmm. J-Bug, and to get back to the, to the core of this, 
I think if I had a chance to change up some things about you got served, Jay Book deserved more. Jay Book gave us uh, a like, he gave a love us, story. He needed a he Something. needed a even though I would have been mad watching it the whole movie, he deserved a love scene. We deserve to see Jay Book romance somebody. We had to watch Omarion his two braid French twists the whole time. <laughs> as a as a as a wife, I definitely wanted him to explore, you know, himself as expand as an uh, like an actor. And I know he wanted to really dip his toe in that. So I wanted him to show his layers. You know what I'm saying? I, I get that. And I was okay with him dating on the show, on the movie, on the you movie. know, showing, mm-hmm. doing all that stuff. Because m- remember when Little Saint died? It's funny you should bring that up because when he was practicing that scene in my bedroom I, during rehearsal, I really was like, "You're gonna win the BT award for this, hands down." He, well, he gave actually, his all. In you that said hospital. it to both of us because I'm the one who gave him those choices to actually hit that wall and 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 like go down. That nigga really showed me that he listens to me from Monday through Friday. So that's fine as long as he's listening and taking note and making sure that. Other people sees his, you know, his, his true He talent. gave the chops because jokes aside, that hospital scene, it, I tear up every time. Little Saint, Little Saint ain't had to die like that. But no, I, watching movies back is another, this like the same thing with you guys served because in my mind, it was like one of the greatest movies of that time. But when you look back, honestly, it was great because we loved those niggas and because the dancing was spectacular. Like, word to mm. all the black people who were in it from Steve Harvey when he still had his hair piece and oh, um, say, Jack A. You see, I, I said peace. Peace. Because I was going to say, yeah. I got some news for you. No, no, no. I was about to break it. No, it was there. I just paused to see if I was going to be that way okay. today. Hey. But I said, okay. might as well. Jack A. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Jack A. was on that thing. Um, mm-hmm. It was was a lot you know claire from my wife and kids megan good because yes. what's a movie in the early 2000s without megan without good? megan good yo megan that's good's crazy. name was literally beautiful <laughs> like that's how much effort they gave to they were like might as well right <laughs> just, just call, call it what, what they it call is. her call it what it is beauty but this kind of gets beautiful. to my point that as much as i love that movie and as much as it was a moment for me shout out to lala and all and little kim and everybody who popped up the plot, <laughs> the, the just the 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 dope they boy plot, the drugs. dope boy plot where they were selling drugs, the and they would just be like, drugs. "If heaven was a mile away," <laughs> and it would just be them going into a bar with backpacks, and then they leave, and you see like a Los yeah. Angeles skyline, and then nothing. Like you don't even get to see it. We don't get to see none of the action. We don't even know what kind of drugs they were selling. We don't know they how they got They don't even into- know. That's why they kept cutting because they were like, "Okay, cut," because we don't even know what happens we- after this transaction. We don't even know what happens we during the transaction. What, were they the corner boys? Were they the dope boys? Were they making deliveries? Like, I mean, I know they're no making deliveries. But I saw Marcus used to get beat up in the hallway. But like, was it like a warring crew? Like, did they just rob him? Like, they don't know. They, they don't know. They don't. I, I know. just there were so many. I have just so many questions about Mm-mm. the core drama of the film, um, the core conflict, and I Mm-mm. I would have to revise that. But as a music video, it was great. <laughs> it was a great extended great. dance video. And not for nothing, this time around, guess who I peeped in the background dancing? Because of Ooh. course he was there. Columbus Short. 
giving us of course an early stomp the yards preview Shout out to stomp the yard. <laughs> i said look Ooh. at chris i said look at uh columbus short over there dancing in the first scene but anyway yes um i can't believe i like niggas who dance that was that's crazy. <laughs> that was cute to us you know how that crazy was, that that was the, honestly that was the first time niggas had pressure to be something other than fine so i'm here for it we always have to you know be what? every that's, other that's thing right. at least You're niggas right. felt a little heat like damn i can't dance that used to be my stress my whole high school. You know what it was like to be a girl going to a house party? You better know how to throw a bag. You better know how to wind. Learn how to dance with yeah, the little house parties with You stressful. remember when niggas was dancing in the circle? Like, they wasn't even dancing with you. They was fucking pop-locking and, and <laughs> crumping. Like, I don't want no nigga that crump now. But back then, I was like, wow, he's really crumping. Like, so will you win the dance-off? <laughs> <never> <laughs> yeah, like dance. No, man. That's no. funny. Shout out to B2K, and I still haven't forgiven y'all for breaking up, but thanks for those memories that broke you my got damn served. Heart. We was crying, for real. Oh, I was pissed. 106 and Park broke my heart. Every, it just they broke, broke that heart. news, and you, listen, that was a moment, and I'm so glad that we get to relive it on the Netflix, but yes. again, the plot. I would have changed the plot. some things. <laughs> Number one being they, giving they, Jay Bug a love story. <laughs> please let my baby shine. My baby was supposed to shine. He did what he had to do, though. He did. With, he stole every scene that he came. He stole every scene he that sure they gave did. him. And sure he did, did get more than Fizz and Raz B got. I'm sorry to those fans because um, they got less <laughs> than we did. But yeah. yeah, I think I saw Fizz twice. Like I think Fizz. I don't talked. even think Raspy had talked. actual lines. He he Did was Razzby he was the, he was the hating one that was with um he was the one continuing the beef like when Marcus Houston and Omarion were mad at each other like Raspy was on Marcus Houston's side and Jay Boog and Lil Fizz kept being like why we why this can't why can't we work this out y'all stop doing this Lil Fizz was like stop instigating Raspy honestly might have been the foreshadowing <laughs> in retrospect. <laughs> Might have oh, been yeah. a little foreshadowing, but yes, um, just you know, a more, a more for the well-rounded cast, but a moment absolutely. nonetheless. Absolutely, absolutely. Love in, the dancing. Great and dancing. <laughs> Fat man scoop. <laughs> Shout out to him. That was when first too. Just like to point out that we started to see these men in sweatpants, and I ain't never forgot what I saw jumping. In them sweatpants. <laughs> they were a little bigger 13. back then. They were a little bit bigger, bigger than back then. But you can still see <laughs> the, the movement. Like, That's all I'll say. Right. There was a lot of echo, a lot of, uh, I don't know, <laughs> a lot of fubu, a lot of Sean John, yes. a lot yes. of allure, um, yes. a time, an era. All right. Now is the time where we put y'all on the things we enjoy in hopes that you can too enjoy it. Sylvia. It is the Christmas season. You are all about that Christmas spirit. holiday life. The spirit is there. It glows from your skin. I literally see it <laughs> oozing out your pores right now. What are you recommending this week? Let me tell you something, Scotty. Christmas is my favorite holiday. Some people love Halloween. Some people love, I don't birthdays. know what it is, you know, Valentine's Day. I, birthday, like, I mean, I don't know if birthdays count. I love birthdays as well. Shit, my birthday I mean, I holiday. Love, but when it comes to the non-birthday holiday, Christmas is my favorite. I eat that shit up. The music, the eggnog, the hot toddies, the cookies. I, the lights, the trees, just inject them into my veins. The 25 days of Christmas, shout out to Freeform, inject them in my veins. I, the Christmas movies, that's where we're at. So I want to talk about 
my favorite Christmas movies. That's what I want to recommend this week because mm-hmm. I feel like the number one way to get into the holiday spirit is to just watch Christmas movies. We're all home. Some of us are locked down. <laughs> Shout out to my listeners in California. Like, this is all we got right now. And my favorite... Okay, so I have a lot of favorite Christmas movies, but I'm going to keep it to two. Mm-hmm. The Preacher's Wife. Ooh. Whitney Houston, Denzel Washington, Courtney B. Vance, Jennifer Lewis. Need I say more, honestly? Mm, mm, a movie. Mm. It's an oldie and a goodie. I mean, Denzel Washington playing an angel because he looks like one makes sense. I mean, shout out to whoever one. decided to do that. Just... He wore that gray jacket the whole time and we could still tell he was fine. Like, <laughs> like... I truly never understand why Whitney ain't hit that. Well, I don't know if you can she hit was, an angel. She, I, maybe but... that. But I mean, maybe maybe, <laughs> maybe her husband was another reason. Maybe because she was married to a pastor. Well, <laughs> She got a little caught up though in that jazz club. They got a little caught up because I believe in you and me. Hello. Because that's the other thing. It's not a good Christmas movie unless you got good music. And the Preacher's Wife soundtrack Mm -hmm. has one of my favorite Christmas songs. Matter of fact, shout out to all my church kids. It was one of my solos for the Christmas concert back in my day. Joy to the World, Whitney Houston. Joy to when she was like joy to the world, da, da, da. but it was like and then the choir comes in mm-hmm. like everybody say joy, 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 joy to the world, to say the world joy because the world is coming. Receive her king. That is oh one of my favorite Christmas songs because especially for this moment right here when she says go go tell it. <laughs> I don't know, but Whitney's singing the whole movie. Denzel being fine the whole movie. Courtney B. Vance is giving us the drama we know him to be good at and act mm-hmm. with. Like the kids, little Jeremiah and his friend. It's just so it's a beautiful story. Loretta Devine's in it, so it can't go, you can't go wrong. Like it's really half of the way in the Excel cast. We're like, let's do a Christmas movie. And that's what they did. Angela was like, I'm busy, but y'all can have my husband. Like it was <laughs> like I I'm busy. <laughs> y'all can have my husband. I love it. I love it. It's still, it's, it makes a little sad because I like, we know Whitney's a Jersey girl and it still makes me a little sad that she's no longer with us, but I love that movie. So yes, I highly recommend The Preacher's Wife. Check it out. My other favorite Christmas movie is This Christmas, which is a, a, a bit more of a newer one. I mean, it's, it was from 2007, but to me, that was the first time that we had like a, a big family movie that was black movie that was specifically a Christmas movie. Because up until that Mm -hmm. point, we had kind of been just using Soul Food as our Christmas movie, which it still is as far as I'm concerned. But this Christmas was like, no, it's about Christmas. It's about this black family. And it literally had everybody right before they took off. Like Loretta Devine, Delroy Lindo, Idris Elba, uh, Regina King, um, Lauren London, Columbus Short, uh, Chris Brown, and... Shannon Leal. Woo! There was a lot of siblings in that family, but I remember them all just off the top of my head just now. Mm-hmm. It's a little funny that they tried to make us all believe that they could all have the same mama and daddy. I will say that. <laughs> they tried it a little bit there. Like Idris Elba and Chris Brown could be brothers with the same mama and daddy. I don't know. But I, I loved it. Loretta Devine is the perfect mom for a tribe like that. Regina and the and Lauren London and Sharon being like just the cute little sisters and just the antics that they get into as a family. It's so heartwarming. It's my mom's favorite Christmas movie. She makes us watch it every year. 
I love it dearly. And it has, again, has good music. You know, they sing This Christmas and all those other things. Oh, Laz Alonzo is in it too. He plays Regina's trifling husband. Um, Makai Pfeiffer's in it. It's a good, it's a good time. I love family movies. I just like little wholesome content. I just feel like, especially after this year, yo, I'm here for inject the wholesome content into my veins. I want it. And this Christmas is on Netflix. So you ain't got no excuse to not watch that one. Mm-hmm. It's right there for you on the screen. Go check it out. It's a good time. What about you, Scotty? What are your what are your Christmas movies are you recommending? I'm going to say mine, you know, you I'm glad you lifted the spirits just so that I could <laughs> take them right on down. Oh, I no. want to watch. I want you to watch. <laughs> No, because um, I'm sorry. I'm, I, have, I have to break the hearts of many people. Oh, gosh. Um, that our producer, Jess, she hasn't seen. <laughs> You're going to do this? The five heartbeats. And if you are like me and you live by five heartbeats. Actually, you watch the Jess, five oh, heartbeats wait, during Jessica the Christmas. Jessica Jupiter. Just so you know which Jess we're referring to. Oh, Jessica Jupiter. Just yeah, make sure up. they get the but first lot like of Jesses me, out there. If you like me and you're like, I watch this damn near seasonal. Every season, I watch five heartbeats. And I just, I, I have to tell you guys, if you are listening to this right now, mm, it's a Christmas uh, movie. You've had, and you have never watch the five heartbeats you literally slap me and my ancestors <laughs> in the face and i'm taking it personally you should uh, i just i've taken it very personally it's in the text. please take some time robert townsend put his foot in this damn movie okay the whole leg it is a staple it's a classic yes it literally moves the culture everybody knows nights like this ha ha wish raindrops would everybody and when i said that to my producer the other day (laughs) she gave me the blankest stare i've ever seen in my whole entire life which just showed me that she did not know what i was talking about and if you don't know what i'm talking about when i reference eddie kang jr I need you to take some time <laughs> to really think about you as a black person, but think about you as a human. You know, y'all out here singing temptation songs and, you know, all these Christmas group old ass soul songs, and y'all don't even watch the Five Heartbeats. And yes, Five Heartbeats wasn't a real group. I get that. But Robert Townsend made it from, uh, it was inspired by other groups like the Dells and. Uh, the OJ's Temptations and just put it all in one movie. So I need y'all mm. to take some time and 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 first of all apologize to your grandmother. Apologize <laughs> to your mother apologize and to your Robert father. Townsend. <laughs> just tweet at and him. And apologize to Robert because that shit took a oh by the way guys the film took a lot to do like the making of the Five Heartbeats was insane. Please if you have time there's a documentary on it please watch it. But the man was dedicated to this movie, literally squeezed every ounce of him into this movie, wanted everybody to see it, you know, and did his thing and and really played a part in every role of making this film. So please go see it. It's really Absolutely. black excellence. I know we talk about black excellence and, you know, we try to put everybody under it, but who should be in the top three and he ain't three is Robert Townsend. Absolutely. So thank you. Please watch Five Heartbeats. I think I have one more, and it's a white one. One second. I have a white one, and that one may blow your minds, people. It's my mom's favorite movie. Your mom, wait. Christmas time. 
you and your mom have a favorite white movie? White Christmas movie. Yes, it's called Four Christmases. I love Four Christmases! Reese Witherspoon and, and Vince Vaughn. And you got I know both those white right. people. <laughs> and I enjoy it very much. Don't ask me who the rest of the people are in that movie. But I know them too. And it is fucking hilarious. I don't care. It's it hilarious. So it's in my top three. Like, if I would have got to name two more white ones, I would have. But I feel like the, our audience thinks I watch too much white shit as it is. So I was like, I'm just going to keep my movies black this Listen. year. Before right. Christmases, yes. It's a great hilarious. film. I watch it every time. And one more. That's white too. Will Farrell Elf. I watch that too a lot. I do. I think Elf is very funny. Um, and it's cute. And I'm not really a Christmassy nigga. Like I'm not, I'm not really in it. I'm, I'm not Christmas-y a holiday nigga. nigga like that. But I do enjoy watching other people talk about Christmas and holidays and stuff like that. And also watching it on the screen. I think it's pretty cool because I do want to remind people too. You know, Christmas. I mean, holidays also also remind people of the people they lost. And they yes. used to spend Christmas with them during the holidays. And now that they don't have that, you know, person there, especially this year, mm-hmm. um, it gets really dark. So these should be the movies, you know, that will cheer yeah, you up a little, a little laugh, bit. A little comedy. Like, right, get you a little giggling. A little you know? And I'm going to throw in one more romantic white movie since Scotty opened the lid. And I was like, thank you. Because for Christmas, mm-hmm. I almost named. I said, no, I'm not going to do it. But you brought me there. So the holiday. I love the holiday with Kate Winslet and Cameron Diaz and Jack Black and um, oh, I see Drew that. Law. I like that movie. I love that movie. It's a real cute little romantic comedy, and um, I enjoy watching it, even when it's not Christmas. But another white one for the repertoire. So yes, I think that's a really good, well-rounded list. We gave you a great list. We gave you a great list. <laughs> enjoy. <laughs> well, all right, that's our show. Thank you all for tuning in. Our show is a production of Pineapple Street Studios in partnership with Netflix and Strong Black Lead. Shout out to our team. Executive producers are Agarenesh Ashagre and Jasmine Lawson. Our lead producer is Jess Jupiter. And our music is by Amanda Jones. Special thanks to Max Linsky and Jenna Weiss-Berman. Yes, and make sure you share your thoughts with us on the episode using the hashtag OKNowListen. Follow Strong Black Lead on the socials at Strong Black Lead. Also follow Jess Jupiter and make sure she watched the five heartbeats she has till the end of the year. So I just really want you guys to make sure apply the pressure because we need to to make sure this happens and you all do it too. So tweet us all your favorite holiday movies and the ones you know you need to watch and all of those good things. And follow us too. I'm at Sylvia Obell. And I'm at Scotty Beam. Until next time, folks, stay blessed.